Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Night Court. Rob Fisher and Brevin Knight with you. So glad that you're joining us again. And uh, we got a we got a big big show uh, for you today. And uh, we're glad you're with us. We're glad you tune in each and every week. Make sure you tell your friends and subscribe and rate and reply. Do all the things that you do with your podcasts. And uh, you can also get us on Twitter as the UPS Man drives by. How's it going? Yeah, you're delivering a bag. Thank you. <laughs> Real living here, man. No, this no, but this is a good thing. The, the UPS man just wanted to let let me let us know that because the winter is coming and you're gonna get more Christmas packages. Right. He'll deliver in the back instead of leaving them on the front. Right. Just which is at street level. He'll leave it behind the behind the gate in the back. Nice. No man, got great UPS, good postal service, FedEx. Great, great people that, that take care of us down here. And shout out to all those people this time of year. They're busy. They're real busy. No, they are very busy. And, and, and we, we have to learn to, to be as patient as possible. And, and as I say that, I talk, I'm talking to myself. Stepping outside of myself, talking to myself. Mm-hmm. Have patience with your packages. But I'll be damned when they say it's supposed to be there and they don't show up. <laughs> It took my daughter, I think, six months to get her soccer uniform. But she got it. But everybody on the team ain't got them yet, so they still ain't wearing them. Season's almost over. Uh, Halloween was this past week. Um, did, did, well, you, you don't have kids to trick-or-treat. Did, pe- no. did people come by the house? Do you turn no, the we, lights off? Or? We, we, we had the, the lights were off. We put, the, we put the dogs barking noise at the door. There you go. So people would be too scared to, to come up and... No, no, we we uh, we just went out to dinner. Had, had yep. a had a uh, had a nice dinner. Uh, our son went out went out to he went out to a party with with his friend, and so uh, we we just had a, a a good night. And and being downtown, not as many kids yeah. would do. My, probably most kids that live downtown will find a neighborhood. Our parents will find a neighborhood to drive to and trick or treat in those neighborhoods, yeah. and then come back downtown. Yeah, I uh, I dreaded the idea of uh, going trick-or-treating with the kids. Um, but when it was over, actually, this is real life here. I, I, I enjoyed it because the kids had so much fun. I mean, the boy, Colton, he is six. And I mean, every time he came walking back from a door, he was like, Daddy, I got more candy! He was so excited, had the time of his life. Uh, Keegan, who is nine, she was with some friends, so she had a blast. So I, I enjoyed it for the kids, but I'm not a dresser-upper. I had on sweats. I had Grizz Gaming sweats on. <laughs> you were Rob Fisher. Yep. And, uh, but I had friends who were, who were dressed up, like Mr. Incredible uh, was one of them. Uh, another friend who didn't dress up. And then some of the wives dressed up. I, I just... I've never been a big dress-up guy for me Halloween. Either. I had me either. That's a good. I, I'm. I don't, I don't think I've when when the kids were little. I, I'm trying to remember if I ever dressed up as anything. But the thing for me that I, you know, I miss now when you talk about it, I missed a lot of Halloweens and trick or treating because traveling. I, I was traveling. Yeah. You know, and so it was. Yeah, I have too. And, so and it was so nice. It, it was. It's good when when I had that opportunity because I like when the parents they also do adult trick-or-treating with adult beverages or adult th- other things that they'll do while taking the kids around house to house or yeah. when they all 
when it ends and you all end up at one person's house for a little while. That that was that's and the, the kids part trade I love. their candy. Trade, they do all of that stuff. That we was, have a cocktail. I missed I missed I missed those I missed those times when the kids were that way. I missed yeah. living in the suburbs for those things. And that's probably You one, can come with us few. next year. Next year, that's what I'll do that next year. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm, I'm just gonna be the good thing is And let's because, not lie, the candy's good too. But and and because we are uh Memphis kind of known people, I just keep it to the city of Memphis. We just go as ourselves. Yeah. And that's, that's, right. that's pretty good. That's yeah. right. There might be somebody else in the city of Memphis that's walking around like, who are you going to be this year? No, I'm going to be Rob Fisher. That's right. I'm the show. <laughs> I texted a picture uh, to Lang Whitaker, uh, who works for Grind City Media, with us and uh, does the Odds Couple podcast with me. Check that out wherever you get your podcasts. Also does uh, the podcast Infield Fly with me. Check that out wherever you get your podcasts. I am the pod doctor. You are. Um I texted him a picture of me in my Grizz Gaming sweatsuit because he's the coach of the Grizz Gaming and GM of the Grizz Gaming team. And uh, I told him I went as a Grizz Gamer. If I would have carried like a little joystick or something, it would have been a would have perfect been outfit. It yeah. would have been appropriate. So that's going to be my outfit next year when we all go <laughs> trick-or-treating. Um, all right, a couple of things real quick because we want to get into basketball and yes. have our preseason preview after the season started Overreaction preview. That's the title of it, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the that's title extensive. of this show. It's that's long. Extensive. Um, the World Series. The Atlanta yes. Braves are World Series winners. Congratulations to the Braves. Yes, congratulations. I always think it's really cool at the end of a championship to get players' reactions immediately after that moment. And Freddie Freeman of the Atlanta Braves, he's been there his entire career, uh, from minor leagues through the big leagues, uh, MVP last year. His contract's up after this year. For him to, to, to win that championship was so cool, and to hear his comments after talking about his manager, talking about the moment in the ninth inning, the camera caught him with the glove over his face. And they asked him why the glove was over his face, and he said, I'm always even keel. And he said, but we're winning 7 nothing." and the guy who's pitching lights out for the first time in my life, before a game was over, I got that feeling of, oh my God, we're going to win this thing. And he said, I had to cover the smile on my face because I'm so even keel. I didn't want anybody to see me smile in game <laughs> six of the World Series with a seven nothing lead. And I thought that was the coolest story for a guy who's such a competitor and such a great player and an ambassador for the Braves organization. It was awesome. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a fun it's fun to see see the Braves win, even though being a Mets fan, there's not much you like to say about the Braves doing well. But it it was for me not not being a a big baseball person. It was I, I was I was amazed at how they won in, in terms of the home runs that they were able to hit, and and, and so that that to me was was, was spectacular, and so. Uh, but it's, it, the one thing I'm going to say, I wrote it, I always used to, I text y'all, I still don't understand the baseball mindset of the whole shift thing, putting some people all the way to one side, and then the person that's at bat doesn't just <laughs> bunt the ball the other way, yo, to get on base. I just, I, I'll never, I just, I mean, literally watched it in the World Series. I'm watching people stand on one side of the infield, the first baseman, holding the runner on, and there's nobody between first base and second base. 
There's nothing there. It's like just all you do is just hit it. So that that's that's what I that's what I took from the damn World Series. Man, I wish I could explain why. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. We don't have enough time. It's just how baseball is. Now. It is. Yeah. It is, but but I, it, it was also for the Braves and manager Brian Snitker, who's been there his entire career and. Uh, and, and I told you, man, I texted you a couple of times because we talk about it in basketball all the time. When you mess with the game, the game will mess you back. And I, I texted you early mm-hmm. that the Dodgers were messing with the game. And really throughout the playoffs, the Astros not as much because they were just kind of dealt with what they had pitching-wise. But so many teams messed with the game with their pitching. The Braves did not. And I think that's why they're world champions today. Because they had their pitching in tow when needed. Their starters could give them six or seven innings. A team like the Dodgers didn't do that. And, you know, you got Scherzer pitching in the bullpen on two days rest for the first time in his career. And then he comes back on two days rest to start again and only gives you four innings. It just doesn't work, man. And and they screwed with the game. And, and a lot of teams in the postseason did. It's crazy not to see starting pitchers go seven innings. Absolutely. It blows my mind. I don't know when this started, just in the last two years. And the Braves didn't. The Braves did it how you're supposed to do it. And they had a couple bullpen games because they had an injury. Their starting pitcher broke his leg in game one, so they had to have a bullpen game. But they knew their roles, and and we talk about it all the time. You mess with people's roles, it doesn't just affect those guys. It It affects an entire team. Exactly. Exactly. You hit on the head. I did hit it on the head. That was good. That's all, right. all I got for that baseball. Okay. Um, I'm a basketball guy. Yeah, I understand. I just wanted to get that off my chest. You can hear more about it on the or on uh, Infield Fly the yeah. podcast. So on one of those, on one of the other <laughs> ten, you you probably you, you've talked about it. You'll talk about it there. All right, basketball. Uh, I, I want to ask you. I'm going to ask you this on. We're recording this on Wednesday. Grizzlies play the Nuggets tonight, and I'm going to ask you this on the pregame show. So it'll be good preparation for you. Grizzlies debuting new uniforms tonight. And in all sports, we have these. It started with colleges having like right. 10 uniforms. Uh, but now it's gotten into the pros where you have new uniforms. Players enjoy wearing new stuff, don't you? Yeah, I mean, everybody likes to get something new. Whatever. So I mean, it's kind of neat to get new gear. Yeah, you walk in and it's something that's fresh. The biggest thing is what, what well, nowadays, when I played, it was, well, what sneakers are going to match? <laughs> to go along with what that, with, with, with whatever they of have. Of course. Nowadays, they're not really trying to match anything. It's just whatever you're feeling in terms of the color scheme of your sneaker. It doesn't right. matter what the uniform, but but it, it is it's nice. I wish I had the opportunity to come in every year and say, oh, we're gonna have another three, four different uniforms this season. So it's it's as a player, it's it's, it's very cool. And to the Grizzlies' credit, I I don't think they've had a bad one. I could have done without the Tams. That one was kind of weird. The, Tam, the green and the yellow. That, that was, one. That I was, was going to say that was one that that threw me off. But other than that, has there? I don't. I don't think there's been a bad one. I think they've been great. I wonder who does the design of them. Oh, I got to follow. Get get my uh, what they call you crack team. Yeah, you want me to get the crack staff on it? Crack staff. Yeah, we're gonna get our we're gonna get our crack staff on 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 who do who design this one and do they do it use a different designer? Every season. Hmm. That's what I want to know. Okay, there you go. That'll be next week's show. Maybe maybe we'll have Pete do that show on his podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I love the new uniforms, by the way. They're awesome looking. 
All right, uh, we'll start with the Grizzlies. We're, we're doing our – I'm not even going to tell you the title again. It's kind of an NBA preview uh, a week into the season so we can overreact on everything. Um, the Grizzlies, uh, it, it's been fun. Um, I, I, I'd, I'd love to sit here and talk about Ja for a half hour, but I think we're running out of things to say. I, I mean, what a pleasure. Uh, it's, we say it's like you start to you just shake your head and say we we get paid to do this every night, man. To to have the opportunity to watch him play and, and it's such a joy uh, to see someone play with the spirit that he plays the game with, with the intensity, how competitive he is. He's he's a he's almost in some ways like that throwback player in terms of like there are no real friends on the floor too much. Like it's just I'm out here to be the best player on the floor. I don't care. Now, there will be those times, of course, where you have interaction with somebody, but there's no, there's, there's, there's no over-friendliness from him that I think that, that for me is, is so much fun to watch. And, and yeah, you're right. It's, it's, you start to stutter because it's like, well, what, 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 what do you say? What else, what, what else can I say? Just sit back and relax. People ask me all the time, I say this, it's, just turn us on. I don't care who's – of course, I want you to listen to us, but whoever you – just turn this dude on and watch him, man. Yeah. It's, it's – I said, we said it before, it's must-see TV. I've told a lot of people my favorite moments so far this season uh, when we were in Los Angeles playing the Lakers. And, you know, going to Lakers games, it's, it's an event. Lakers games are an event. Um and the Lakers fans are great. It's packed. It's staples. And when the Lakers are doing well, they get into it. They get loud. Uh, they have chants for LeBron and the MVP. Chant. I mean, it's 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 a fun environment. But this was the first time I remember, because it's the first time that we've ever had this, where the visiting player and John Morant, every time he did something special, which he did a lot of special things that night almost brought the Grizzlies back to win that game. The crowd was so into everything he did. It became, he was part of the event. And to hear the oohs and the ahs and the cheers and the whoa, I mean, and it was, it wasn't just like a normal reaction when we're in Portland and John does something and you hear an oh from the crowd, but they're kind of like, oh, all right, okay, whatever. Uh, this was kind of, they were entertained. Well, the take- people in Los Angeles, the entertainment capital of the world, they were entertained, and you could you could feel it in the arena that John Morant he was part of the event, and he's going to be part of the event going forward. And that's what made the experience different for me. All of the years that we've gone to <clears throat> Staples Center, the Grizzly teams were good. People really, those star people and the people that came, it really that it wasn't that the Grizzlies were there to play. It was that they were coming to see the Lakers. Mm-hmm. This is the first time where I felt like the people would come there to see the Grizzlies because of John Morant. Yes. Like, and, and that's a totally different feel than going and seeing stars there because it's the norm, normal thing to do. And it, he is worth the price of admission. He has been an organized – he's an organizational changer. Um, and I'm, I, I was I, – I said it before, I was – very appreciative of the core four because they took us places that I have never been in my professional career. And now I say I feel like this is the first time that I've been a part of this side of the NBA where with the amount of attention, 
I watched uh I was watching uh, NBA TV yet the other day and saw uh, I can't remember what the is the what's the high tops highs high tops something show that they have on there. I and I I can't believe I can't remember the full full name. They had three different categories of the best whatevers, the best moves, the best this, best that. Do top ten, so that's thirty things. He had ten of the thirty. <laughs> ten to twelve of the thirty highlights that they showed in those three categories were him. Yeah. I'm sitting there and then so know what else I'm sitting there saying? Hey, there's man Pete's voice. It's like so now we it's like it's like so again, I'm on a different ride, going to a different part of the NBA of an experience for me through him. So again, I it's I'm again I'm appreciative of the opportunity. I, I yeah, and I you know, I was talking to I'm going to name drop, you know, Jimmy Goldstein, a super fan, NBA super fan in Los Angeles. And he came over and he said, people are going to come watch this kid. And I mean, this is the super fan of the NBA. Not that that makes that comment that much more credible, but bottom line is it's true. Uh, people will come to watch him. And I think we've already seen it in other arenas. Um, just the couple that we've been to is Staples, Portland, and San Francisco, the only three, but a lot of John Morant hype around the games, and it's it's unlike anything that we've ever seen before. And it's we'll start it's seeing incredible. people in Memphis. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 he he is that much of a changer that like eventually we're gonna be we'll be in the arena and they'll be putting up the 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 uh, video of the, Super, the stars celebrity cam celebrities that are in the building tonight. Yeah, absolutely, pretty awesome. Uh, all right, Grizzlies. Uh, what what do we think so far? Pretty good, right? Um, yeah, good, good, uh, good team, good start. Good start, and, and the, the the one area that that they 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 knew they had to be better in was on the defensive side. Yeah, uh, they they were so good offensively that you really didn't worry about your defense because you're scoring so easily, and that's 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 a normal that's something normal for you to happen. But when you don't have it going offensively, can you turn to your defense? Yeah, and so they had a good a, a good defensive outing. Uh, against Denver, the first time they played them, and so see if that was something that they can build on. But other than that, and and then you know you're trying to do that without your best defender in Dylan Brooks. So I, I but I think that they, I think Ja has been absolutely fantastic, and not just for the plays that he's made, but for his leadership. Um, and I think everyone else has been Desmond Bain has been has been good. I mean, you, can, you can go down the list of names, and that's that's even out. So that lets you know how good they're playing because yeah. you can't have a list of names of guys who are playing well. Yeah, I, I, to me there are two things that I always think are the most important things to see in a young team's growth. Number one is that playoff experience. You know, and I think, I think the Grizzlies, you can already see it early on, that playoff experience. It's a, it's a changed kind of culture, mindset kind of – you know, attitude around the team, right? that knowing, knowing what that experience was like, knowing what it takes, right. and, and knowing how important it is in the regular season to win games to position yourself to get there. Um, so I, I think that's something that they've already shown some growth in. I think the other thing that you see growth in with a young team is how many games where you just don't finish. You know, when you're young, last year, I mean, my goodness, how many games could you go down the list and they just didn't finish? 
Mm-hmm. Got outscored, uh, gave up leads, wire to wire, a tight game, you know, two points here and there, and, and you, you fall on the losing end. What happens that next year in those situations? And I think so far, even in a, with one of them being a loss to the Lakers, their play down the stretch in crunch time situations has been pretty good. And I, and I think that's a good sign. Yeah, I think that why that is because they're, they're more decisive of what they want to do. Who's going to get the shot, how they're going to get the shots. Um, and it's nice that they can, they can finish in different ways. We've seen them finish with Steven Adams on the floor. We've seen them not finish. We've seen uh, Tillman play extensive minutes some games, not play. We've seen Brandon Clark. So you've seen them. The other thing is be able to mix and match and have that versatility uh, that will help them as the season goes along. All right, let, we're going to look down the divisions, and I'm going to ask you who's worthy of talking about at this point of the season that you've seen. Uh, we'll right. start with the Grizzlies division. That would be the Southwest. This is also an education on for people on divisions. Who's in the yeah. divisions in the NBA? Yeah, because nobody knows. Because my goal for the Grizzlies this year is to win the Southwest <laughs> division. Which is very attainable this year. I think the, the, the biggest hurdle to that, I think at the end of the day, will probably be Dallas. Yeah. Um, I've I've seen, I have not seen San Antonio, but San Antonio looks void of a star, and so they're just playing with a bunch of guys that'll play hard. Then you know Greg Pop they'll play the right way, but it's gonna be hard for them to win games on a regular basis. New Orleans, they don't have their two top two guys, and I just don't think that they have enough to really beat this Grizzlies team consistently. Um, and now we can match athleticism with them, which was the one thing that they seem to have as an advantage for whatever reason over this team. Uh, Dallas is, is, is going to be a tough – is a tough mix, especially if Porzingis can – if he finds his offensive game and finds a connection with, with, with Luka, then that, that tends to be hard. And Tim Hardaway Jr. always looks good against They're really him. good. I just don't know about their bench. Oh, Which no, means I, Porzingis has to be really good. Well, that's why I say I, I think that they're, they're – they are the the one team, though I think, of the other ones that at could this be. point that could be a a a problem. You know anything about Houston? Uh, I have not watched a Houston game yet. I I don't even know. I saw that the 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 young kid had a good game. Their their draft pick. Yeah. Had a good game. One good game. I haven't watched. I haven't watched Houston at all. I haven't seen them play one game. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't know why you would. But they're 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 one and six to start the season. That's why I've um, seen them. Yeah, Grizzlies currently tied with Dallas for the top spot in the uh, Southwest oh, Division. So how about I didn't that? Even know that? Yeah. Uh, in the Pacific Division, we saw the Golden State Warriors. Good team. War- good. Warriors are a good team, and um, and we listen, we don't even say. Well, uh, we don't Clay Thompson, but also uh, Wiseman. I don't know when he'll when he'll be back. What his situation is, but they're playing well and doing that without two very talented. Clay Thompson will fit in just fine. Wiseman figuring out his position that gives them another big body. They're gonna, they're gonna be the Warriors. The Warriors gonna be good. We saw a rare Steph uh, after <clears throat> what third quarter didn't. Didn't score again? Didn't score at all. And, and, at all. And, and it was like 0 for 6 from 3, but, boy, every time he left his hands. You still get nervous just going <laughs> in. And that was, that was when uh, Melton, Melton was the, the old Mr. Do-something. Yeah. 
Because um, he just he just harassed them from the beginning to didn't get discouraged by the shots that Steph made early in the game, the one foot runner from about twenty seven feet. He didn't get discouraged. He just stayed, kept a body on them, and, and and it helped them to in the end. Oracle Arena was awesome. The new arena at Golden State is it's spectacular, state of the art, beautiful arena, and almost as much fun winning there as winning at Oracle. Golden State's become one of my favorite places to win because it's so hard to win. And, they're, and they're, they've been so good for so long. I mean, last year was an anomaly. But other than that, I mean, that's become a fun place. And the Grizzlies have had some incredible comeback wins at Golden State now in the last few years. Like, like you said, it's an incredible arena. I, I take Oracle. Oracle was awesome. I, I just like that atmosphere. I like the people right on top of you. I mean, maybe now, maybe no because of COVID. I, I don't want to do it anymore. But that atmosphere, with, with how how loud that would get, and it, it just felt it was. This one felt like this felt like a COVID built arena. <laughs> <laughs> Sections. If you don't have enough money, you can't even walk down into the ones yeah. that you got. I mean, they literally have it sectioned off that way. There is no walking from the top down to the floor. You got you have to walk the maze and all of these type things, and everything is away from the floor. Everything get away. Whereas Oracle and a lot of the other rings is like we right here on top of you in the mix. We had a fan come talk to us one time doing the game at during Oracle. the game. Yeah, I mean we had we had we had it all. It was like we. You ordered food, it was like you was ordering food for us too. It's because right, everybody was right. So I, I, I missed that. But in terms of beauty, the arena, the area around, uh, fantastic uh, new facility. Yeah. Um, Lakers. What was your impression? They're, they're a playoff team. Uh, I got, I got no impression. Uh, I, my, my impression is that they'll, they'll have to figure out the. Rondo situation, which they did against us, which he didn't play, mm-hmm. which I felt was the only way that you could really get Russell Westbrook involved in basketball was he couldn't play with Rondo. Um, but I, I, I had no different feeling going in other than how do they fit their other young guy? How do their other young guys, um, will they be able to help enough to not overload the veteran guys. Is the ceiling the NBA championship? Yeah. They, I, still? They, I still think What's they're What's the champion. basement? If, if Carmelo – uh, the basement is is the Western Conference finals loss. I mean, they, they got to be they, – they're, they're, they have to think finals or bust. Okay, well, I, no, I understand because, what they think. But, like, you, like you my, looking at that team, their ceiling is winning an NBA championship. Yes. They, they could be that good. They can be that How good. Bad How bad could they be? They can all. They're they're a they're a second round team. I mean, it would take a a. So they're a playoff team. No clearly, doubt. clearly a playoff okay. team. I and I and I think it's be involved their young guys enough to not make their old guys. And if Carmelo Anthony can continue to shoot the standstill three the way he is, he shot that. Then that allows them to put him on the floor uh, in late game situations. Shout out Carmelo Anthony, understanding his role. And having Planet a great role a in the NBA. Playing it to a T. Playing it to a T. You know, I, there aren't many guys of that stature that can do it. Vince Carter, yeah. we saw one here in Memphis. Vince yeah. Carter, he knew his role and accepted it. And, and it took Carmelo some time to accept the role. But 
man, since as he it has, should. He's, like, he's good. As it should take some time. When, yeah. when you've been as great of a player as he is and still can impact games the way that he does, you shouldn't just be like, well, okay, I accept just being the guy that comes off the bench. Yeah. But but when you when you do understand it and then you accept it and you go out and perform, that's the testament of the man that you are. If you he could have just continued to bitch and moan about it and say, well, look how many points I score, look what I still do. No, he just goes out there. Uh, to my knowledge, I'm not gonna act like no. He just goes out there and plays. Yeah. I haven't heard any. There hasn't been any. There wasn't one complaint about him in Portland where he uh, killed the Grizzlies. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody complained about how how he dealt with it there, and and uh, no rumblings uh, out of L. A. to this point. Uh, Phoenix. Uh, I I I wonder if the the eight and not getting his money thing eventually if that. That hurts him. Because I think in order for them, for them to be good, he's got to be good. Like, you already know what Devin Booker, Chris Paul, but he's the he's their one true big. And and he's he can be a he can be a, a really dominating factor in that area of the floor. So is he I know he's he's injured at this point. Like, will he come back? Will he play this year as the same guy that has grown every year and took a big leap? big steps last year or is he going to be a, a guy that in the back of his mind has the well damn they don't really want me they ain't really signed me you know and so uh yeah. that that's that's the only question mark but with, with bringing back the they pretty much got the same team that that is that's come back and so well, you, you can't x that out yeah uh sacramento sacramento yeah let's know <laughs> <laughs> Won't be an easy out, but there'll be an out most nights. That's all. I mean, listen, I, I, something's got to change. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is, but they something. What's the Clippers' basement? No playoffs. The, the the Clippers now have gone from to me what we all thought was one of the most talented teams in the league to oh not not exceptional in terms of the talent position that they're in. Like they got you you can say the whole Kawhi Leonard, he might not even play right for the for the entire season. Paul George, I mean, I I think Reggie Jackson is a really good player, but it's like we're now we've elevated him to the the status of one of your go to guys and finishers at and and for an entire season. It's one thing to be a guy that is capable of doing it. The other guy didn't do it. Oh, we kicked it to him. Ah, big shot, he did it. Right. Like, but like on a on a regular basis, that's 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 what they're gonna do. So I I don't, uh, I I think no playoffs for them mm. is 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 a is a reality. Even though Paul George is is that good, I think the Western Conference as a whole is is really good. Yeah, I was surprised by their lack of talent when when the Grizzlies played them. I mean, just throughout the game, I was like, really. I mean, it, it surprised me that they did, they just didn't have enough talent on the floor, right? And when and and a lot of times, like, like so, when I when when we say talent, it's not that the people. Just so you let me clarify this: not that the people aren't good that's on the floor, right? But but they're not overly better. They're not than, the guy you're they're, scared they're, of. That exactly. That's so. Everybody in the league is talented. There still are I mean, levels within right. the league, and they don't have they don't have as many of those guys where it used to be like. Oh, this is just their talent is just 
off the charts with this, this, right. this. But for a team that their expectation was where it is, when yes. the Grizzlies were on the floor with them, I mean, for most of the game, I was like, we're as talented, if not better, than they are. Yes, yes, I agree. So, so to your, to your, the the floor, no playoffs. Hmm. Uh, Utah Jazz, regular solid, season, right? Be another solid team, man. Yeah. Like, will they? Can they win a championship? No, for whatever reason, they just they always just miss that. It's just that, <clears throat> and they always seem to injuries for them. Yeah, they're always at the wrong time. Have you seen the Timberwolves? I haven't. I, I, you I think haven't they're seen. improved? Do you think maybe they can be? I mean, they can't be worse. No, I, I, I think at some at some point in time, you got to feel like the whole Carl Carl Anthony Towns situation. Like he's got to get it at some point in time to where. The, what his his skills impact winning, and the Edwards kid is fantastic, mm-hmm. and, and so I, I you know can they all coexist with uh, what's the lefty kid? That's at the point that's there. Uh, that was in, in New, that was in Brooklyn for a minute. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, what's his oh, name? Um, his name. Oh my gosh. He was um, in Minnesota. Came from Minnesota. It, yeah, and. Uh... <laughs> That, he's got a nickname. He's in, he's in, he's in, exactly. It's his name. It's his name. It's his nickname. D-Lo. D-Lo. Uh, <laughs> that's still not helping me. <laughs> this is embarrassing. That, that is so... Right, I got to look. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell. That's, that is ridiculous. That's embarrassing. You know, I, they, did, I did figure it out, by the way, before I saw his name. So at least I did. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I think... Same position, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Thunder aren't very good. No. Um, we saw Portland. Same. But they, they regress a little bit every yes. year. They, and and uh, they, uh, to me, they've regressed a little bit again this year. Yeah. Um, Denver. Saw them, seen them again. It's nothing flat. They're, they're, no, they are like Jokic game. This nothing, nothing flashy. flashy. Solid every night. Solid. They are solid. Solid. This was, but they need someone solid. to go with Jokic consistently, right? They need Porter. They need Porter. They need him. To, they need. They need him the same way the Grizzlies need. How about, Aaron, how about Aaron Gordon? I don't know how great of a fit that is for him. Yeah. You know, like, like, it wasn't so, at first last year for well, sure. Here's the thing for Aaron Gordon, like really for him to to for him to really be good, you gotta get out and run, like. He need to be out in the open floor, throw him a couple lobs, let him catch it in the corner, shoot the three, catch it on the wing, make a move, get to the basket, be able to explode them. You know, they 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 seem, you know, they seem content to go to half court because you got Jokic. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so it, so I just don't, you know. Yeah. Tough fit for him. All right, uh in the East, Miami, we saw Miami. Boy, they're good. Miami's good. Miami's really good. Jimmy Butler looks so different. Um, and we saw them without Bam. I think defensively they're good. Offensively they're playing faster. Um, and Kyle Lowry is just, is a is a, a nice guy that you can throw out there to to run it all. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Washington this week. Very very intrigued with this team. Very intrigued in, in the Spencer Dinwiddie situation. Bradley Beal's been good. Uh, so they were tops tops in the I think they only lost two games. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that it'll be be interesting to see 
see their dynamic. Uh, Charlotte, we talked about a lot last year as a team that was going to be really exciting. They got to. They got to be able to. Their flash has to be able to turn into wins. Also, you, you know what I'm saying? Like they can. They can be a highlight team. They got highlight players. We got to make sure that they also couple those with wins. Hawks, dangerous. Very dangerous. Believer. You're a believer. I am. Last year wasn't a fluke. No. No, I think a full year with Nate McMillan. I think another a, a full year of those guys because now those guys are all together for the full year and healthy mm-hmm. now. So, and Cam Reddish is a big part of that now, being able to be healthy. And so, um, very dangerous team. Uh, all right. Uh, the Bulls? Dangerous. Two More way- dangerous than we thought? I thought they could be dangerous, but maybe it was too much stuff, too much move, too many moves. No. But they're, think, they're dangerous. But, but their moves were all team-oriented guys mm-hmm. and guys that want to prove something still. Lonzo Ball wants to show people that he's deserving of to be called a, 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 a really good high-level yeah. point guard. I'm not saying star, but a high-level point guard, not just a whatever. DeMar DeRozan wants to show that he can win. But but they're willing to understand still Zach Levine's team. They'll all play within it, and and I, and Vucevic is is I've always loved his game. Yeah. Um, Milwaukee. Uh, title contender. Cleveland. This is Laurie Markkinen's situation. If Laurie Markkinen can be a for real three in the league, very dangerous is this team because they can start they start three mobile. Seven footers, mm-hmm. and now you play three mobile seven footers that also fi- have figured out how to have spacing within them, and then you throw the their whatever combination of guards. If you want to take one of them out and put in another guard, like so, I think uh, what JB has is he has a, a lot of, a lot of versatility to be played with, and he has he has young vets. Like guys that have played a lot of minutes in this in mm-hmm. in a league, but are still young, yeah. And so, uh, I would call it up and coming. Up and coming, uh, Indiana. I, who knows? I just I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've, not I've, a good record, but they haven't won on the road. That's, I, that's what the, I've, I've watched them. I haven't and seen them. I've, I've, and they're just there's a blot. Detroit's not going to be good. No. Um, Knicks. Dane. Dangerous. Knicks are dangerous. Yes, and they, and 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 they, and they don't even have to ask a lot of Kimball Walker. You don't got to stress your body. They don't got to ask a lot of Derrick Rose. You don't got to stress your body. Mm-hmm. We got other than Quigley. We got other young guys that can can play and do so. And then you guys can play like oh. And Randall's good. Randall's serious. They got a lot of big. Another one of these young vet team. But they got a they got a lot of athletes on their team. Philadelphia, a mess. But they can they're, they'll they're, win games. They'll win. But that Ben Simmons thing is gonna have to play out some some way, shape, or form. Yeah, they're, not, they're still not good. Um, Toronto, haven't seen them. Um, good record to start the season. Shooting a bunch of threes. Yeah. I, I think they'll they'll just be a. No, it's not Toronto of old. Let's put it that way. Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn is Brooklyn is Brooklyn without Kyrie. I mean, that's the story. As I mean, at the end of the day, which and is which, makes which them, is what which makes them very vulnerable. 
Is the Harden officiating thing, is it real? The reason he cannot get to the free throw line is, is it has, been, has to be, be an adjustment to his game. So I think it's real. That's crazy. I mean, it should be called the Harden rule. That's pretty much what same say we call it, same reason why we call it the Kawhi rule with the whole with come down giving the shooter oh, the his place. Or the Pachulia, which however their situation is why the you rule saw came about. You saw the other night. Yeah, we had a good talk. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's he's working with the Warriors and, and looks good. Um, said he's enjoying life, enjoying what he's doing. So. Um, yeah, it was good talk. It's good to be able to travel and see people. Again. I know, I know. All right, one other team, and they're, and they're, they're it's rocky already. Boston. Boston has to figure out whose team is it. Is it Jason Tatum or is it Jalen Brown? I, I, I've never seen a basketball team, and I've I've tried to rack my brain a successful team that had two excellent wing players, and they never made the 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 the, the notion of who is the alpha in this. And I, and so, uh, Marcus Smart said they need to learn how to pass. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think Marcus was, was, was trying to, he, what he was doing was being what old, what old, what an old vet in the league would do. What the old league was like is what he did. Mm-hmm. Will this work out? See how it works out. And I say in the old, when, when I played was, you can say that type thing in a media situation, and it may run on the media on T Sports Center for that night. Mm-hmm. It may be in your in your newspaper, but then that's it. We ain't have to worry about the social media of it running again right. and again and right. again and again. So how much, how tough, how mentally tough are those two guys to say we have we need to talk about this situation and move on from it or does it become a hindrance on them going forward? Yeah. Or they can be cool enough that, hey, look, I can say this at this point, they heard me, and now we go from there. Yeah. Um, all right, there you go. There's our, That's it. <laughs> there's our overreaction week into the season <laughs> preview. Um, we're back out on the road. Um, what, what, was, what, what, what was the best thing Room about service. being back out on the road? Room service. Room, room service. service guy. Yeah. It was good, and it was good to do dinner with everybody, you know. See, 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 you know, and and so that and that was good, and go to the gym and see people you haven't seen in a long time. You're not gonna call them on the phone. You don't know you're only gonna see right. them when you go to those places. And so um, they're like mini reunions. That's what it was. That's what it was. And I think every stop, because it's been these couple of years, will will feel will feel like a mini reunion. Yeah, and it was. Uh, I I thought the great thing, and I mentioned this after the home opener against Cleveland. Sitting down on the floor again for these games and broadcasting not in a penalty box and not on the road, uh, that opening night, just hearing the crowd. Mm-hmm. I, I, for, I didn't forget what it was like, but it's been a long time since you were able to hear it and, and to hear it on the road because hearing the crowd on the road, you know, it's a different perspective mm-hmm. um, because it's against you that it, it was cool to hear that again because, boy... It, you don't really miss it till it's gone. And then when it's gone, you kind of forget what it was like. And, and to have those feelings of having the crowd back, was that was awesome. Yeah, it, and it was good because it was real crowd noise. Yeah, and that, that's right. It, like, it wasn't something that someone thought maybe this is the time the crowd would do this. Right. It was just this was their normal reaction. And we it had two great. really cool crowds, too, because Golden State's crowd's always cool, and, yep. and the Lakers crowd was great. Port- so right, that was exactly. cool. Portland. And Portland's awesome. So... It was a it was a good trip. 
All right, uh, Ted Lasso, wrap up uh, season two. Um, if you haven't watched the rest of it, so don't want to spoil it for you, but were you happy the way that the season ended and looking forward to what's next? Uh, I am. I'm, I'm trying to fully remember. Nate. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, I felt like we, it ended like Ted Lasso. I'll just leave it at that. I don't like. I don't want to give a spoiler to anybody that hadn't seen. It was good, it. but it it was it was good, and it was it was Ted Lasso. Yeah, and looking forward to the next season. Yeah, I can't wait to next season. I heard someone. I heard two people just talking about Squid Games, and they both said it. it's good, but it's not to die for. That I can say. I can say well, that. It was, <laughs> which apparently well, is not well, the case. But well, you, you gotta have. You, the, 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 and the other thing is, you cannot be squeamish to watch it. Okay. You got. You got. You got to be able to have it to stomach some stuff. But it was. It was interesting. You know what I say? Why it's interesting, and why I say international shows are inter- interesting, is because it's watching how someone else envisioned or what, however, someone else's minds work in terms of what a movie should look like which in some way mirrors something that they have seen or something in their psyche that they where they come up with this that's different than what we what we live and see all the time here in America. And that's so I think that's what got me about Squid Game was like how the hell did you even come up with Did you watch dubbed or did you watch subtitles? I watched dubbed which was which some of the dubbed part is like that's <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> See, I don't that's even know not, which one. I that's would do. not what they. That's no way. It's what they said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic! But, but yeah, that was it. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us. Um, we look forward to doing this on the road. We we didn't on the first road trip, and we should have. And and we had a day to do it, but we, we decided lazy. to take a day off. <laughs> um, but yeah, but we're gonna be doing it from the road. And uh, we'll be doing it each week and uh, talking NBA and talking whatever else is going on. We didn't even get into the NFL today. We didn't really have time. But uh, we'll talk some NFL. And uh, baseball's over, so we don't have to talk a lot about that. But check out uh, Infield Fly podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And the Odds Couple podcast. And this one, Night Court. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. You can catch us on Twitter as well. I'm at The Fish Nation. He's at Brevin Knight 22. The show at Night Court 22. And uh, you can tweet us questions that we'll address here on the show as well. We thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Please tell your friends and continue to listen to Night Court. For Brevin, I'm Fish. Have a great week, everyone. We'll talk to you again next week. Peace.